What is content? How much content do you need to make? When do you need to plan your content? How does planning affect your digital product sales? All those questions and more are answered on this episode of Rebel Boss Ladies. You are listening to the Rebel Boss Ladies podcast, where we feature everyday rebel women just like you, who are taking charge of their life and creating a path to financial freedom by building a business online. I'm your host, Eden Freed, and it's time to build your empire. Rebels, welcome back. Let me ask you this question. When it comes to social media, do you have a content planning system? Social media can be incredibly overwhelming, and if you don't have a content plan and strategy to help you get through the week, the month, the quarter, the year, then you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. As any good social media strategist knows, there's actually a lot more to content planning than just posting a photo to Instagram, sharing something on stories, pinning to Pinterest. There's way more to it than that. A good content planning strategy can actually help you sell more and launch your product, but only if you're doing it strategically. Our guest on episode 18 of the Rebel Boss Ladies podcast is Kat Gaskin. She's a Toronto-based graphic designer turned entrepreneur and creator of The Content Planner. Kat knows how important it is for digital product sellers to plan their social media content. Her product, the Content Planner, which is actually a physical planner, not a digital planner, is designed to help people like you, online entrepreneurs, generate buzz, get their brand out there online, and create successful launch strategies. So if you've ever wondered about how you can use social media to your advantage, this episode is a must listen. Now before we jump into the interview, I have to tell you that technology is not our always our friend. Um, Cat had some internet issues and had to actually dial into our call. So the quality of the sound is not as beautiful as it usually is. We'll just say that. However, the content is still extremely useful, really important. So I encourage you to stick through it and listen. And it's not awful. It's just not the greatest. And also, if you're enjoying the content, I would love it if you share it on Instagram. Take a screenshot of your phone or whatever you're currently listening to the podcast on and share it to Instagram stories. Share it to your Instagram feed. Be sure to tag Kat and tag me because we will share those on our stories. Um, If you have any questions about the podcast, anything we talk about, definitely send us a message too. Instagram is a great way to have a really personal one-on-one conversation. It's better than email in that regard. So please don't be shy. I want to hear from you. I want to know your thoughts. And I know that Kat also does as well. All right, without further ado, please welcome Kat Gaskin of the Content Planner to the Rebel Boss Ladies podcast. Thanks, Eden. I am so happy to be here and to meet your community and to tell them all about content planning and I think it's going to be really great. If you don't mind, tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got into entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Uh, my name is Kat Gaskin. I'm a Toronto-based graphic designer turned entrepreneur. Um, I wasn't always working for myself. I used to work downtown full-time as just an in-house graphic designer. And I had that aha moment on my desk one day where I was like, wow, I could be working less and traveling more and if I worked freelance like I could charge so much more and not have to go through that daily grind of the nine to five thing and that's when I started to actively save and plan for quitting my job it didn't happen overnight 
I think a lot of people, when they look at entrepreneurs, that they see someone working for themselves, like, wow, they must have have they must have it all figured out, and they must have just done it overnight. But I actually planned for a year and a half. I also saved so that the day that I did quit my job, I had this nice pillow um, because at the time I had a mortgage and expenses. So October 2012 was day one of full entrepreneur life. I was a freelance graphic designer under my personal brand called Salty Pineapple. And it all took off from there. I started out in freelance graphic design and that turned into content creation, working with brands. Um, creating photos, blog content, imagery, um, copywriting for social media specifically. I Instagram became my thing. Like I loved Instagram and it was a way for me to connect with my community for Salty Pineapple and to also connect with other brands who aligned with my own personal style. And so I got into content creation and then I realized at the time I was back into the um, like client-based, service-based industry where they could access you at 24, like anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I was at the will of their emails. And so I started to think about what would it look like if I had a product-based business? What would that be? Um, what would I sell? And the idea of the content planner came to me. So now that's my full-time business. I run an e-commerce business where I sell a product that I designed. It's called the Content Planner. It's the first and only physical planner for your blog and social media content. And now it's my new baby. And here we are. Wow. Okay. So at what point did you launch the Content Planner? The Content Planner launched, I would say, in 2016. So I had a previous co-founder. And she didn't continue on with the company, but when we first launched it together, that was like the trial product. Um, we just put it out there. There was no launch plan, zero budget for marketing, and it really proved to me that this is a viable product and that people wanted it and they needed it. It sold out. And once she left the company, I was left at a crossroads, and I decided that it was so worth it for me to explore what this would look like if I ran the entire business and if I took the idea of the content planner and ran with it and really let it develop into what it is today and, and to see what potential it has. So it's been going since 2016 and the shift from service-based to product-based was pretty slow. It, again, it wasn't overnight. It took about a year to really transition from, okay, I'm not doing any more client work and then okay, this is a business that can support my lifestyle. That is incredible. Uh, I just have to ask you, if you were to think yeah. back, like at the very beginning, you said kind of around the 2012 timeframe, would you have ever guessed mm -hmm. that this would be your life? A hundred thousand percent, no. I, I could have never predicted that one, I would become a content creator and be able to work with brands and travel and have a location independent business. Um, because even at the time, Instagram and social media wasn't a thing. That was 2012, seven years ago. And now it's such a wonderful platform. Um, I mean, that's, that could, you could argue that it isn't, but <laughs> overall it's, it's opened up some really great doors for creatives and people like me who can offer a service. Um, so to answer your question, I had no idea that I would be running a product-based business. One, I don't have a marketing degree. I have no experience in business. 
I graduated um, from college with a diploma in graphic design, and then I went to university for like media theory. So nothing business-based, nothing marketing-based. It's all kind of self-taught, learn as you go, trial and error. Um, the typical life of an entrepreneur, like you're always taking risks and learning from all your failures. So what are some of the biggest shifts that you've noticed in yourself? Because obviously your business has evolved quite a bit since you started and obviously you've changed mm -hmm. since before you even entered this world. So what are some of the biggest shifts that you've noticed either personally, professionally, whatever way you see fit to answer that question? <laughs> yeah, I, that's a really great question because I think a lot of people don't realize how much of yourself you need to know in order to run your own business and to sell your own products and to put yourself out there. So as much as it's been a journey of my business, it's also been a huge self-discovery journey where I'm constantly learning who I am as a business owner and as a person. I'd say my biggest shift lately is that I really value my time and the, the skills and the talents that I have and before I would be saying yes to everything and I would try to help everyone as much as I can. But when you run your own business, you have to learn how to say no and to create boundaries for people and everything else in your life that needs you. Um, so just creating, creating space for yourself to be able to say no and to say and to be okay with it. Um, because I think with the entrepreneur life, there's this whole stigma that you always have to be working or that you always have to hustle hard and like you never sleep and you never eat. And, you know, sometimes you do have days like that. But overall, like you, you quit your job and you sell your own products because you want to design your own life. And I think it's important to remember that every single day to be able to say no to things so that you can say yes to the opportunities that do serve you and that do value your time. I love that. That is definitely going into the show highlights of this episode. That's <laughs> such an important, important thing to remember. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, how did you come up with the idea of con like a content planner? Where did that come from? Did you just like, was it on your mind or did it just kind of come to you one day? Yeah. Um, I am a planner nerd. Like I'm obsessed with planning. I've actually been planning in a daily planner for 17 years. Like looking back, um, I first started using a daily planner in high school. And the reason why is because high, my high school was a little bit different. It was self-directed. So you had to plan out your day and then get it signed off by your TA. Wow. And by the end of the year, you had to have a certain amount of units done for each course in order to get your credit. So if you wanted your science credit in grade 10, you needed to complete 18 units by the end of the school year. And so your planner was your, the structure to how you would get there. So that's where it all started and stemmed from. And I've been using a daily planner ever since. And especially when I quit my job in October 2012, having a plan was so crucial to giving structure to my day, letting me set goals that were a lot bigger than myself even in my business and really taking those dreams, like dreaming about working less and traveling more, like what would that look like? What would it look like to go to the beach and be in Hawaii all the time? Like that was a huge dream for me and I used my planner and goal setting as a way to figure out, okay, every single day, this is what 
tasks I'm going to achieve in order to get there. So I'm very goal oriented. I love making to-do lists and like washing tape pens. Like I can go on. Um, And then when it came time to plan my content, especially when I was working for other brands and trying to build my own Instagram account, I needed a planner where I could just plan out my content. So I looked online one day and I was like, oh, like content planner, like social media planner that was paper that wasn't some online template or like a Google sheet. And there was nothing. I couldn't find anything. And I was like, wow, this doesn't doesn't exist. I'm just going to make one. Um, And because I'm a graphic designer, I was very comfortable with creating that. Um, And like, I'd love to tell you that it was very strenuous and that I did a lot of research. But honestly, when I sat in front of my computer and started to design the entire layout and the system of the content planner, it literally just flowed out of my fingertips. Like I knew exactly what I wanted. I knew it had to be a monthly spread. I knew there had to be stickers. I knew there had to be a place to write down your hashtags and your hit list. And also a way to break down your like annual goals, monthly goals, and weekly goals. So that's how I came up with the content planner. I saw a need because it was a problem that I was having. Okay, so there are two things I want to comment on because I love what you just said. (laughs) Number one, I think we come up with this notion in our head that creating a product has to be difficult. It's like this big barrier we have to Mm -hmm. overcome. So I love that you mentioned Mm -hmm. that it it came so naturally and easily to you. That's amazing to know because I share share that a lot with my audience that my first online course Mm -hmm. I made came like so quickly. And in a week I had an online Mm -hmm. course. And I think that's true probably for a lot of people. If you have this idea that just works, it could happen really quickly and easily for you. The second thing that I wanted to take note of that you mentioned was the fact that you found something that didn't exist. There's a lot of planners out there, but you found like a (laughs) a very unique spin and ran with that. I mean, were you shocked, like absolutely shocked when you found that this didn't exist? I, it's not that I was shocked. It's just, I thought to myself, how has no one created this, even though planners, especially in the last few years, have become this trendy, like really popular thing. I mean, we live in a world where we're always in front of a screen that putting pen to paper will, yes, it's traditional, but it will always work. And there's actually science that proves writing, like actually writing down your goals, like physically putting pen to paper and seeing them down on paper, you'll be more likely to achieve them. And and that's something that a digital screen or an app can't give you. Um, so I wasn't shocked when I found out it didn't didn't exist. I was definitely happy because I was like, oh, you, I have no competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I still really don't. Like, there's no other physical planner like it on the market. Um, which I'm so happy about. And I think if there's anything I want people to remember, like listening to this, especially designing digital products, yes, there might be a ton out there, but no one is going to design your products like you are. All your thoughts, all your creations are original things. Like you own your thoughts. No one else can copy. They can try to, but it will never be as great as what you're going to create. And that's what the content planner has taught me. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, especially in a world where there's a lot of competition in specific markets. Mm -hmm. You know, it's good to remember that you are always going to create something unique just because you are the only iteration of you out there. 
Yeah, exactly. And I'm not, I know the content planner isn't for everyone. I'm not trying to get it in every single person's hand. However, if I can get in front of my ideal customer every time and have her love the planner to the point where she's buying it every single year and telling all her friends and posting about it on social, like that means so much more to me than just selling to like millions and millions of people. It's all about finding your specific niche and like dominating that community and serving them every single day with value and content. How did you know who your customer was? Did you have to figure that out or did you know when you created this who you were creating it for? Uh, I think for me, it was easy because my customer is me. And so Mm -hmm. I know me best. And it was very important for me as a business owner to create a product that I believed in and that I use. I mean, I use the content planner every single day. I've been using it for the past three years to run my own business. I use the content planner to run the content planner. It's been a lifesaver. I don't even know how, seeing what I write down on paper, I don't know how I kept that in my brain for so long. Um, But when it comes to launching your digital products, you absolutely have to have your ideal customer in mind. When I first started and had like zero followers and zero email subscribers, I really thought about who my ideal customer was, like who my avatar was. I actually gave her a name. So her name is Felicia. And I know how much she makes. I know her hobbies. I know where she shops. I know the kinds of brands she likes to wear. Knowing your ideal customer will, it really lays a great foundation for finding where they hang out. Like, who else do they follow on Instagram? What are their behaviors? Like, how much are they investing in digital products or products in general? Like, what are their pain points and how can you solve them? So that's a lot of, I see a lot of companies failing to do that. Like, they just just don't know their customers that well. Um, But I find that it helps to give them a name and really picture them as a human being, like someone that exists. Yeah, absolutely. I do the same thing too. My customer's name is Emily. And it's like, it's good to, I not only have the name, but I have a picture (laughs) of that person. Like I know what she looks like. Oh, And that kind of just helps you remember you're talking to one person. (laughs) Yeah. And now I'm going to go find a picture of Felicia. (laughs) Okay. So I love that you use the content planner. So I'd, I'd love for you to share a little bit more about what content planning is and how mm-hmm. is it like really important in our uh, product selling journey? Yeah, essentially a content plan is your strategy for how you're going to show up on social media. It's when you're going to post, where you're going to post and what you're going to post. And depending on what kind of content you're sharing on on what platforms like you need you have to be strategic with your timing for example when you're launching a product you can't just post about it the day before and say hey i have a new product available you have to create a launch plan and from your launch plan is a solid content plan so for example like three weeks out you're going to post to instagram about this new exciting thing that's coming And then two weeks out, you're going to send an email to your email list saying, oh, um, the pre-sale is going to go live in a week. Here is a special discount for this product. And then like leading up to the launch, you're going to be so active on Instagram and Facebook and all the platforms where your community is hanging out. So your content plan is 
it's like your recipe for Instagram or Facebook. It's, it has all those ingredients to lead towards that bigger goal, whether it's converting your followers so that they go to your site and download um, your product, or if it's gaining followers or working with brands or collaborating, you know, getting featured on a podcast, whatever, all of the content that you're sharing every single day needs to lead up, lead to that main purpose or goal. So are you actually writing out all of the emails that you're going to send and all of the posts on Instagram beforehand? Or when you're content planning, are you just writing, I'm going to post on Instagram on this day? Yeah, when it comes to planning your content, it's similar to smart goal setting. So it has to be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time sensitive. So I'm not just posting, okay, it's February 14th on Valentine's Day. Here's my Instagram sticker, post to Instagram. I'm posting, okay, it's Valentine's Day. Use the hashtag Valentine's Day and ask people to tag their bestie on my Instagram post, like this is for the content planner. And then even for Valentine's Day, so the day before Valentine's Day, which is when women kind of get together and celebrate their love and female friendship, that aligns so well with my brand and my customer that I planned on having like a monthly sale. So if you bought one planner, you would get the second one for 40% off. So I created all this content and stories and hype around female friendship and business besties and things like that. So when you are writing down your content plan, yes, it's great to figure out, okay, I'm going to post on this day on this platform, but you need to take it a step further and write down exactly what you're going to be sharing in terms of the caption or the, like the theme or the topic. Um, and then it can go into your hashtags and your hit list, like who you're tagging in the actual post, or maybe you're going to be collaborating with people. Um, but I would say, don't just say post on Instagram because then you're probably not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And are there different types of content that you recommend? I know that some people say, you know, this post is for education and this post is for mm -hmm. engagement. Is there like a system that you recommend for that? Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people, just overall, social media can be overwhelming and it's, it's difficult to juggle all of these platforms every day, posting like relevant, engaging, original content. It can be exhausting and that's why I created the Content Planner so it could solve that stress we get from, okay, you wake up and what are you going to post? And so when it comes to the types of content, you can't just be posting content every day that's selling. Because one, that gets annoying, and two, it's not even effective. People don't want to be sold to every single day. For example, you can't just post something of your product and say, oh, click the link in, in our bio and buy this, and buy that, and this is on sale, and you should get this. Um, you really have to build trust and build your brand and build your authenticity, and that's what content does. It's like a puzzle piece to the big picture of what your brand looks like and, and what your mission is. And people will naturally, like, they'll be naturally attracted to you if you're posting the right content um, in the right structure. So I always recommend mixing up your posts and sharing different types of captions. It could be anywhere from, like, just a simple question. So where do you live? Like, what's your first name? It could be something that you share a success story of your business. 
Um, another one that's really that's really engaging is when you're vulnerable. I like to um, post about this every so often, probably like one every six to eight posts, but share a vulnerable moment because it is social media and it's this highly curated, like beautiful filtered life. And so that when you can be authentic and honest and, and truthful with your community, it will resonate with them so much more. So I always like to fit in a vulnerable post, whether it's how I'm feeling lately, like how I failed the other day, how I messed up something, and then also like how I rose from that. Another one is to talk about your brand, talk about your brand story and why you do what you do. You can also share a simple quote. Like there's so many different types of captions that you can cycle through. It's just, it's important to know, can't just be posting one type every single time. Yeah, absolutely. This morning I shared a, a picture of my hair in the morning, which is not pretty. And I got a lot of engagement <laughs> on that. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. <laughs> okay. So are you active on more platforms than Instagram or is that your primary focus? Instagram is my primary platform because that's what works for my brand. I find that I'm slowly getting into the YouTube world, but a few days, or not a few days ago, maybe two days ago, when Instagram, you woke up and like lost a bunch of followers, it really mm -hmm. reminded me and gave me that kick in the butt. Like you need to have other platforms, one, and that your email list is your most powerful selling tool. Yes. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. You can say that again. <laughs> so how do you use email in, in relation to your content planning? Yeah, so in terms of building your email list and getting people interested in your product and opting in, I uh, have a few different ways. I have a resource library that's full of like free principles for their content planning, whether it's figuring out their business goals for 2019. Um, I have a download of like the at a glance spread. And I basically picked apart different features from the, from the content planner and I put them on our site for free. And that creates an opt-in for people so that they're like, wow, this is so valuable. It's free. All I have to do is put my email into, like, into the form. And then I have their email address. So that's one way I collect email addresses. And then the other way is I now have this free seven-day planner challenge going on. It's a video series where I plan your content with you over the course of seven days and you get a short video just outlining like, okay, today we're talking about hashtags, tomorrow we're talking about content planning 101. And that has been such a huge driver of like traffic to our, to our website and also an email list builder. People want value. They, they need you to give them something in return for their email address. You can't just have this pop up on your website anymore because people are just going to automatically close it and keep on browsing. So you have to give them something that they want and that they need in order to get their email address. And once they're on your email list, are you regularly emailing them as part of your content strategy or do you have like automated sequences set up? How does that work? Yeah, I have a few email automation sequences set up. So for that opt-in for the free download, I use a platform called MailMunch, and I believe it's $20 a month, but essentially it creates a content gate. So to access that free resource page, you can set it up in MailMunch so that um, a pop-up pop shows 
saying, oh, to access this content, just put in your email and you can download whatever you want. Um, so I use MailMunch for that. And then the email address gets sent to my MailChimp, MailChimp which triggers uh, an email automation if you downloaded one of the free resources. And when you run your own business, like you have all of these, like you have all these things going all the time that automating, especially when it comes to emails, is ideal because then you can set up email automation series for converting or following you on Instagram or selling really high ticket items. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, I mean, I'm sure your business has blossomed a lot in the past two years. So when you have it automated like that, I'm sure it allows mm -hmm. your business to be like way more hands off than it otherwise would be without that. Yeah, and I don't email I don't email my customers all the time. I just email them when either there's a product launch coming on, or I want to send them something for free, or there's a sale. I'm not I'm not one of those people who emails, you know, a few times a week. It's it's more of like maybe once or twice a month, um, and then all of my like day to day strategy sharing and my engagement and just showing up for my business is done on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Are you using Pinterest at all? I'm not using Pinterest, but a lot of my customers have had amazing experience, uh, like amazing results with it because I have an affiliate program where they can sign up and they'll receive a percentage of profits to all the sales that they refer. And my top earning affiliate does it through Pinterest. Wow. So I'll keep you updated. Yeah. Um, it's something I definitely want to get into. Well, it's interesting because most people are using Pinterest. So it's always, it's cool to hear that you aren't um, personally, but that your affiliates <laughs> are. So all of your, not all of your sales, but a lot of your sales are coming directly from Instagram. Yes. A huge percentage, I would say 70 to 80% are coming directly from Instagram. And it's always been like that. Even before I had 10,000 followers, before I had the swipe up feature, before the product tag even existed. So if you're listening and you have a small following, you don't need all of those features in order to convert from Instagram. So it sounds like your content planning has generated enough engagement with your audience on Instagram that even before you had a huge following, the engaged following you did have felt confident in making that purchase from you. Is that, is that oh, what you think uh it was? Absolutely. I don't think it was. I know it was because Instagram was the only platform I was investing my time in because I knew I knew it in it. I knew the ins and outs of Instagram. I had built my own following. I knew that Instagram was for me because I knew I knew it like the back of my hand. I knew all the features and I knew how to create my own content and speak to my community, use my hashtags, tag the right people. And at that time, even when the first content planner launched, I had maybe 2,000 followers, 3,000 followers, and I sold out of the content planner. And a huge part of it was from Instagram. Um, so with the right strategy and with the right people, you can convert. It's not about the numbers. It's not about gaining followers. It's about gaining your exact target audience. Yeah. And were you always implementing, like at the very beginning, when you said you had 2000 followers, were you implementing mm -hmm. that content planning strategy in the beginning or did that kind of come later on? Yes, I was doing it from day one because the content planner was essentially the place that I was writing my content plan down. 
but before it existed, I was always posting like this um, on my personal account and when I didn't have a business account. So to answer your question, it's not like the content planner, the actual like physical paper planner existed. And then I started figuring out what to do. I had already known what to do this whole time. The content planner was just a place for me to write it down and to organize my thoughts. Okay. So you started to tell us a little bit earlier about what the content planner includes, um, but I'm sure there are mm-hmm. people listening who don't know exactly what it looks like. So tell us a little bit more about what's included in that in terms of like the layout and any other aspects of it you feel like we should know. Absolutely. The content planner, it is a 15 month billable planner. So whenever you receive it, you can start planning right away. If you run multiple accounts or you have different clients, maybe your business is seasonal, so you need to take a break, you can absolutely do that too. I really like that it offers that sort of flexibility. So it covers 15 months and it's a monthly spread planner, which means you can see your entire month at a glance. And this way you can plan out your social strategy for the whole month. Planning it the week before or the day before, just it's not enough time to be able to shoot your photos, edit them, come up with witty captions, like gather all your hashtags. I find that planning your month ahead is ideal for content. And even when you're launching products, like you need to know even the month before or two months before that you're going to launch something in this season. So that's why it's a monthly spread planner. And then each spread also includes this uh, something called a dream space. And so it's a bl- it's not a blank page. I just see it as it doesn't really have any writing on it. It does have a quote um, from an empowered female to keep you inspired. But it's an opportunity for you to just write down all of your ideas, mind map, brainstorm, take notes, make lists. Like I have so many ideas all the time that sometimes with planners, they overwhelm me because there are so many journal prompts and questions and, and little little tiny spaces for me to write in. So with the content planner, I wanted it to be something that made you feel relaxed and at ease with the peace of mind that you could just like write everything down in this planner and you could go on with your day to day. So it has a dream space and then a place for you to set three to four monthly goals. Then it has a section for on your radar, which is essentially a place where you can write dates that are coming up. So Even right now, I mean, it's February, and I'm planning for Black Friday and the pre-sale that's coming later in the year in October. Um, It also has a section for planning out your hashtags for the month and your hit list, which is essentially a list of your dream clients and brands that you want to collaborate with or other accounts that you want to get featured on so that you can stay focused on growing and collaborating with the right people. And then it gets into your like monthly layout it also includes fun social media stickers so that you can really visualize okay this is the facebook sticker and i'm going to be posting on this platform today it has an instagram sticker pinterest all the social channels that you need Um, and then at the end of each week it has a place to track your wins plus there's tons more i feel like i could just go on forever Um, but those are the main features of the planner It sounds really useful because I know that as product sellers, so many people spend a lot of time on the development of the product itself. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. they end up with this finished product and it's time to sell it, but they haven't done anything 
to start promoting it or to build buzz on social media for it. So it sounds like the content planner, just any system in general to plan your content ahead of time would almost like prevent that mistake from happening. Absolutely. I think, and when it comes to launching a product, I've been on both sides. I've been in a situation where I didn't have a launch plan and I just put it out there and there was crickets. But thank the Lord, someone on Instagram bought it, you know, a few weeks later. And then um, in the second year of the planner, so when it like truly officially launched, I had a launch plan. I mapped it all out in the content planner. I wrote down my exact days to email people and what I was going to be posting on Instagram leading up to the launch. And so I would say I probably had like a two-week launch plan. It was very beginner. It was my first time ever launching a product. And I did really well. I did $10,000 in one week in sales. And this was with zero paid marketing. So I didn't have Facebook ads. I didn't pay anyone to post about me. This was all through leveraging my content plan and posting on my social channels and my email list. So I did 10K in one week. And then I just did the next product launch. So I launched 2018, 2019 version last, uh, this was in September, so September of 2018. And this time I was like, there is no way I'm messing this up. I'm going to plan like the most perfect launch plan. So this was for, I probably started like six months out from September, really mapping out how I'm going to warm up my community to purchasing the content planner. And so six months go by, I followed my plan, I stuck to it. And come September, in one week, I did $37,000 in sales. Again, zero paid marketing, no Facebook ads. This was all through planning my content and really being there for my community. So there is power in a content plan, let me tell you. Yeah, absolutely. The numbers don't lie there. Now, was there any big Mm. shift in size of your audience or was it purely just from your content plan? There wasn't a huge shift. Every day I gain followers and they trickle in. It's, it's not like there was a huge spike, you know, one day compared to the other. And that's because I'm building organic, like engaged traffic from Instagram. I'm just attracting a few people here, a few people there, but they're so in tune with the content planner that at, like right now I have 16,000 Instagram followers, but my sales are in the six figures. So you don't need a lot of Instagram followers in order to have a lot of sales. I think people are kind of fooled by this whole numbers game. It's all really about speaking to your exact community. And that goes back to finding your ideal customer and who they are and defining that person. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, is there anything else that you feel like we need to know about content planning and selling a digital product? What have we missed? Yeah. Just overall, and this is something that a lot of my community and my customers have talked to me about, is they struggle with consistency. And I know it's hard. Sometimes you have this perfect plan and maybe you wrote it down, but then you follow it for a week and fall off the map. And I think people just need to be a little bit easier on themselves, one, because everyone fails sometimes and you make mistakes and it's okay. But the second thing is, your mindset really needs to change and make it a priority that when you don't plan out your content, you don't post anything. And when you don't post anything, you don't profit. 
that's just how it works. And that's, that's the tagline of my business is planet post-it profit because every time you post something on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, whatever social platform, you're getting in front of your audience and reminding them about your brand and your products. We live in an age where we're constantly inundated with notifications and emails. So it is your sole responsibility, yes, to design these beautiful digital products, but to also get in front of your customers and community on a daily basis. So just to remind people out there, especially if you're not seeing any sales or you're really struggling to grow your brand and your community, is write down the content plan and really figure out what your goal is and work towards achieving that with small daily tasks. Tell us where we can find you online. And if you have any, I know you mentioned a freebie library, um, feel free to share some more information about where we can find that as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Eden, first of all, for having me on your podcast. I love talking about content planning. So if you're listening to this and you want to chat or you have questions about anything I mentioned, you can DM me on Instagram. The handle is at the content planner. My personal account is at Kat Gaskin. And then you can get your own content planner online at thecontentplanner.com. The free, the free resource library is also on the website. So you just go in, input your email address, and you'll get access to all those free downloads. Perfect. And as always, I'll leave all of those links in the show notes so you guys can grab that uh, really easily. Kat, thank you so much. This was so fun and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. You just listened to episode 18 of the Rebel Boss Ladies podcast with our guest Kat Gaskin of The Content Planner. We talked all about Kat's personal journey to entrepreneurship and developing a product-based business and we also talked about how content planning can help you stay on top of social media, nurture your audience, and help you get more sales. Be sure to follow Kat on Instagram and to grab her freebie. Thank you so much for tuning in, Rebels. Remember, keep kicking ass, keep putting in the work, and most importantly, keep showing up.